Hello, and welcome to Poetry Spoken Here. This is producer and technical director Jack Rossiter-Munley. Today, we have another reading from the Unamuno Author Festival, which took place earlier this year in Madrid, Spain. This reading was recorded at Desperate Literature, a small bookstore in Madrid. The festival itself took place at several sites across Madrid, but the hub of all of its activity and where most of the readings occurred was there at Desperate Literature. Today's reading is the first one that took place at the festival. Campbell McGrath has won a MacArthur Foundation Genius Grant, a Guggenheim Fellowship, and numerous other literary awards too numerous to name. He's the author of many books of poetry and has been widely anthologized. His most recent book is Nouns and Verbs, New and Selected Poems, which was released earlier this year from Echo Press. So now, Campbell McGrath at the Unamuno Author Festival. Thank you, Joan. That was you. You signed up for a much harder job than maybe you realized when they said you were going to be the impresaria, if you were going to have to do this level of introduction and uh, analysis of each of the 972 of us English language poets assembled here. Um, oh, just for me. Well, that's fine, Joan. You made a very good decision, by the way. I want to <laughs> commend you on that. Um, I'm, I'm uh, really delighted to be here. I'm sorry I couldn't put my books down. Terry. For the first thing I'm doing is I'm pushing the button start on my 20-minute timer on my iPhone because um, you know I think at the end of the festival we should all throw stones at whomever goes way over their time limit because of the community of poets has a tendency to do that. Um, I'm delighted to be here. I'm sorry Spencer's not here at this exact moment. I know he had to take someone to the radio station, but we'll see him later tonight. But I hope we'll all raise a... Viva Spencer, cheer for just one moment for all the work, all the work he did. And uh, also thanks to this incredible bunch of uh, AIDS assistants and actually the makers of this festival who surround us, Joan and everybody else who's here tonight. And they've done such a great job. We're all looking forward to it. It's going to be a great week. Um, the last poetry festival I was at internationally was in Granada, Nicaragua. And I ended that festival by saying, Viva la poesia! But in Nicaragua, they all go, Viva la poesia, when you say that. Then I guess in Spain, we've moved past it. So I'm going to read uh, five or six little poems tonight. Um, this first one is from our uh, really awesome, beautiful, and amazing-seeming anthology that was put together by uh, Terry, mostly. I think Terry was really the main man behind this, who also runs this store. So let's thank Terry in particular out of this crew, who've done such a great job. And Leila, uh, yes, and Leila, who is in the back. Okay, here we go. My justice. My justice will not be found in a bullet or a bottle or the paper arc of any poem. Hives can't hold enough bees to pollinate all the wildflowers watered by human tears. The stone of your pain, no matter how tightly you squeeze it, will never yield enough to quench anybody's thirst. Go on now, go back to bed, get back to work, return to the dream swarm, harvesting the nectar of whatever it is you love enough to have risked this journey into darkness for. I'm gonna read the Spanish version too. My Spanish is far from excellent, but I know that we have a protocol set up for that, but 
I'm, I'm going to entertain myself by doing it. This is, um, I know we have our expert translator here who did most of the work. This is actually by Eduardo Padilla, and I think just tinkered with by you guys, my, my translation, because it had been translated in a magazine previous to this festival. Mi justicia, no so encuentra on una bala, o una botella, o en el arca de papel de un poema. Las colmenas no pueden albergar todas las abejas necesarias para polinizar todas las flores silvestres regadas por el llanto humano. La piedra de tu dolor, no importa cuánto la estrujes, no dará lo suficiente para calmar sed alguna. Ya vete, regresa a tu cama, de vuelta al trabajo, regresa al enjambre del sueño que coseca el néctar de lo que sea que amas tanto para arriesgarte a viajar en esa oscuridad. Okay, I'm switching my books. Um, this is uh, my, my most recent book, is The New and Selected Poems, uh, kind of 30 years of work thrown together. Maybe by the end of the festival, a few of them will have shown up. The publisher has got them on a slow boat over here to Spain, is my understanding. And uh, I'm going to read four or five poems from that, from the new, the new part of the selected. And this is a poem called Ode to History. This is actually a poem that is new enough to not even be in this book. At the crossroads, I am lost and stop the car and get out. Farms as far as the eye can see, fields of vegetables in brilliant sunshine. No matter how hard I try, I will never create anything as beautiful as this ripple of water cupped in a purple cabbage leaf. Hidden in the ditch is a puddle full of ducklings, 14 or 15 of them, surrounding their wide-eyed mother, while yards away, motionless and imperturbable, stands the great blue heron that would snatch them in an instant. Always the same question, an equation of what is and what may be against what has been lost. Is it worth the cost? Will it be? How could it not be? Carefully embossed documents, maps imbued with ancient ink, chronicles and archives. The past is paper, and the present is a match, igniting what fires will come. This is a little poem called My Library. Assembled with such care over the decades, with its shelves of well-thumbed collected poems, its ponderous chronicles, tea-stained chapbooks and paperbacks asterisked with mildew. After all these years, my library slips its anchor and sails ever more certainly into the past. Soon, even the methods and substance of its origin, paper and ink, the printing press, will resemble fragments of ash and animal bone in an ancient digging. Yet I feel no particular sense of regret that I will not live to see our futuristic tropes put to the final test, whatever dire exigency that might consist of. All I have ever wanted is to write a poem as ineradicable as the sun, singular as a wolf in its kingdom of moonlit ice. 
But who has time anymore for idle tasks? Why should anyone bother to adjudicate the petty crimes of language, border disputes between synonyms, lexical transgressions opaque as tax legislation? Pea vines are climbing the neighbor's trellis. The kids are looking for a surfboard behind the garage. Wind rustles the branches, which respond with shrugs and apologetic bows. In the shelter of their anthologies, the poems talk softly in the darkness, huddled together for warmth, waiting. I'm going to read a poem called My Music, also from the new book. My music belongs to me, and it is awesome. My music is way better than your music. Your music is trash, garbage stench of a hot summer night behind the dumpsters at Taco Bell, rancid, but I'm there too, drinking beers in the parking lot with the windows down and the radio tuned to a baseball game we are following as casually as the star's erratic flight plan. That music is my music. All of it, ball game, laughter of friends and the crack of frosty six packs, asphalt returning the day's heat to the sky. My music is so much better than your music, I pity you. Almost I would pity you if I were not disgusted by your chump change music. My music will beat your music to a pulp. My music will turn your music into a car wash run by infants. Their tiny hands can't even hold the sponges. They will never, ever degrease those tire rims. Get out of my business with that nightmare you call music with your tears and pleading, the whining of excuses. Oh, sorry, that is your music. That crybaby boo-hooery, that blurt, that diminuendo, that wah, that large-ass mess, that chicken pot pie all pocked with freezer burn, that coyote hung from a fence post as a trophy and a caution. Turn the page. Thank you, Joan. My music cannot be muted or dimmed. It cannot be labeled, disciplined, contained by manicured hedges. My music is the untamed wilderness of the soul. The rebar that holds up the skyscrapers of your city is my music. Watch out, your city will crumble to rubble without it. But don't worry, it wasn't much to begin with, that place you called home with its measling river, its rusty bridges. There's a carnival in the meadow of the old floodplain. Cotton candy and whirligig lights and the racket rising up from the carousel is my music. Old guys fishing along the breakwater, coffee can half full of fat, wriggling night crawlers, that worm thrum, that earth mouth echo is my music. The trinket in the bottom of the Cracker Jack box is mine. The employee of the month parking space is mine. I am the little golden man on your bowling trophy. I am the nickels collected in your old pickle jars. I'm the U-Haul driving out of the driveway, leaving your town forever. Goodbye, Loserville. Hello, New Hampshire, Alabama, Montana, Texas. I'm all those places. Everywhere you ever dreamed of going, I've been there and pissed on the phone poles already. I'm the names of all 50 states on your tongue, their old English nostalgia and Amerindian prolixity and majuscule Latinate transliterations rolled together. I own the alphabet and the stars in the sky. I own the pigeons sleeping beneath the overpasses and the shadows of pine trees and the corn husks in a paper bag on the porch and the ants on the bottle of barbecue sauce. Ants all over the cupcakes and watermelon wedges, huge black carpenter ants and raspberry crazy ants, and the almost invisible warp speed ants like cartoon swashbucklers of the microsphere. 
The footfall of the ants is my music, oh yes. Cacophonous, euphonious, that tumult, that mad march. Louder than circus elephants and softer than flowers opening. Gentler than apple blossoms descending into creek water. Petals falling, one, two, three, four. One more little poem. Thank you. One more uh, new short poem that's, again, too new to even be in the new and selected poems. I actually, Jerry Stern told me that he's releasing a book called, instead of new and selected, final and selected poems. So, um, there's a little poem called Abacus. Our days are numbered, numbered and brief. Time is an abacus, time is a thief. This life, what a whirlwind, a cyclone of grief. Our days are numbered. Well, that's a relief. Thank you all. Give it back to Joan, our impresaria. You've been listening to Poetry Spoken Here. I'm Charlie Rousey, inviting you to join us again next time to let poetry speak to you. Music for today's program was written and performed by Jack rossiter Monley. And remember, Poetry Spoken Here is more than a podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash poetryspokenhere. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash poetryspokenhere. For more about today's show and other Poetry Spoken Here podcasts, as well as our blog, just visit our website, poetryspokenhere.com. If you'd like to submit suggestions of poets or topics for future podcasts, you can send to our email address, poetryspokenhere at gmail.com.